Hello, this is Dr. Paul Cottrell, and I'm going to be talking about my new book called Artificial Intelligence. It is a book that you can purchase on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, and my uh, website, the-studio-reykjavik.com, and this is the, the cover. Uh, a little backstory on the on the cover. The photograph was taken at the memorial for the potato famine in Lower Manhattan, off of the Hudson, near Battery Park, just uh, north of Battery Park and west of Ground Zero. So I thought it was fitting to have this photograph in that area because it was a, it's kind of a memorial to something that was very um, catastrophic uh, because of the disease of the, of, uh, of the crops in, in Ireland causing a famine that led to huge waves of immigration into New York, which uh, um, changed the landscape of or the composition of of uh, of New York, and it's it's uh, labor, and uh, you know how that propagated throughout the, the decades, you know over 150 years or so. So this book is about obviously artificial intelligence, and artificial intelligence is really in the news lately. And people that have been following me on my YouTube channel and on my website and the literature that has been published in many scholarly journals and my books, it's been, I've been doing some uh, uh, research in artificial intelligence using cortical and subcortical computing for algorithmic trading. And this book is about the, um, you know, the, uh, some of the movement that that uh, society is uh, starting to show dealing with technologies. So individuals that have been following me, you know, will kind of see a, a, a little bit more of a technical side, uh, more of a programmatic side of what I've been doing in artificial intelligence. This book is more on the philosophical, um, some of the warning signs, uh, that one should start thinking about in terms of is artificial intelligence good for mankind or bad for mankind. It's similar in the vein on some of the things that I have written about in terms of globalization. Is it good or bad for economies? And what's, you know, what leads to these um, um, asymmetric sell-offs in, in markets? So I kind of applied the same kind of thinking in asking that question, is artificial intelligence good for mankind? And I break it down into uh, three main philosophies. So you have humanism, transhumanism, and posthumanism. And I write about different writers in each one of the these categories. So I 
I cite Dr. Chu, which is famous for uh, the cosmic being and his literature. I uh, cite uh, Vital Moore, Dr. Vital Moore, who's uh, a big proponent of transhumanism and posthumanism. I cite Kurzweil, who's Dr. Kurzweil is well known for the singularity and the singularity university. And uh, Barat, which is a kind of a proponent of Kurzweil, um, or not a proponent, an up opponent of, of Kurzweil. He's more of a dystopic uh, person in terms of transhumanism versus Kurzweil is, is more euphoric. And um, I cite uh, some of my thoughts for each one of these categories. So in the humanist side, and this is a promotional video, so you know, I didn't want to, the idea is to purchase the book, but, but the overall idea here is, is that there is, uh, there is this uh, need, or there's these camp, different camps, um, the ones that will be more humanist and the ones that will be more transhumanist. And some of the aspects of transhumanism could be as benign as just having more technology on the body or implants of a RFID chip uh, for payments or for tracking or for whatever. But I bring in the book that these are uh, no matter how benign they may become, or they may be, they may become very um, malicious because of scope creep, because of surveillance state, um, that there, this will build a infrastructure, this will build an institution where it will um, force humans to become more and more transhuman and eventually post-human. And then you know, I, I go into where are some of the problems with transhumanism. Uh, for example, when artificial intelligence starts to change the labor market and reduce the number of individuals needed, which is what I predict, then uh, there will be eventually, at, there's this point in time where there's huge profits to be made by implementing artificial intelligence to make processes and procedures more efficient. But eventually that reaches a certain threshold point where the cost and labor uh, coupling decouples and these companies will not have more revenue. They're doing better on the expense line but they're not improving their revenue line because who's buying their products because people are laid off. So then it will lead to companies like Google or Apple to say, well, artificial intelligence or cortical computing and subcortical computing can, can be more efficient in certain things than, uh, and it has a, a larger database of memory why don't we chip and humans and have make this blend between the artificial and the biological? So what becomes more technological becomes more biological, and what's more biological becomes more technological. 
And this is the big movement in transhumanism. So for people to be employed, they would have to be chipped. They'd have to have the latest upgrade, you know, AI 2000 chip or whatever. Then uh, what will happen is, is that as time goes on, we, we would become less and less human and lose some of the humanness of ourselves. We might be able to control hormonal levels or aggression levels. If everyone's connected, like in the Borg, there's probably less um, dissent or a prevailing opinion and therefore everyone is somewhat similar, very communist or very socialistic. Uh, this leads to potential dictatorship, potential tyranny, where the technocrats actually are governing and, and, and corralling the, the society. So it brings up questions like, sovereignty and self-determination and what it means to be human. So these are important questions that I don't think a lot of the, the technocrats that are developing this technology um, fully understand. So there's, there, then as this progresses and the technologies become more, the biology becomes more tech, technological and the technological becomes more biological and there's this melding of the two um, and with n nano technologies and stuff you won't really you won't really not you won't be able to discern between biological nano type of processes such as what's the natural processes that are going on in shuttling certain things on microtubules in, in a cell versus a artificial um, nanoparticle that acts like a protein and that has some sort of communication, uh, inter, intra and inter communication within cells and outside the body uh, that, that allows for, for communication. So as this progresses, um, then thought and knowledge will become more cloud-based and more angelic, I'll call it angelic, where it's more energy-based. And the thought is, is that, well, if there it could be a sense of consciousness or cognition that, that happens up to, you know, once you have a certain number of nodes connected, um, that you could upload your consciousness into this system which would say, well, you no longer need the body and therefore you, you move into the realm of post-humanism. And I talk in the book about what's the problems with post-humanism and that there is something inherently needed to be physical. There's something inherently needed to have a survival instinct. Um, it's better to, be, to have liberty and not to be safe then they have no liberty and to be in a nanny state. So this, these questions are kind of uh, political questions, they're technological questions, they're philosophical questions, and 
when we go into realms that are new, it usually starts in, in the philosophies, the humanities, before science catches up to be able to answer these questions because they, th there's no data points. Um, it's more phenomenological. It's more case-based. It, it may be even um, ethnographic. So, uh, so that's basically my book in a nutshell called Artificial Intelligence. You can purchase it again on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, iBookstore, and my website, thestudio-reykjavik.com. So thank you for listening, and there will be some links below this video. Please share this video and um, uh, purchase my book. So thank you for listening, and have a nice day.